Welcome to The Flock, a podcast about the parishioners of St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church in Goshen, Indiana. Now, join David Post as he talks with the people of St. John's about their faith and how they try to live it every day. Okay, so All right, I, I keep am... wanting to do this before we start. Do what? We should pray before we start. Uh, I've done that. Yeah, I always think of doing yeah, that, and I never do it. So, okay. do you want to lead a prayer, or do you want me to? Uh, I'll do it. Okay. So, and I'm recording, so we'll figure out if this fits yeah, in. Yeah, it's it fine. Absolutely. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. Name of the Father, Son, Son Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Lord, thank you for bringing us together. Thank you for inspiring us to find some way to to serve as your hands and feet here on earth. We thank you for the blessings that you pour upon us. We pray for you to continue to guide us. We thank you for just everything. We thank you for Andrew today, and we just pray that you fill this conversation with your spirit, that you know the message, you know what you want your your flock to hear, God. And we just pray that uh, you're there with us. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 David, over to you. Thank you. All right, so I am David Post. I'm here with Brian Sapp, and for this segment, we're interviewing Andrew Studebaker, who is one of the amazing young people in our parish. Um, he has is pretty new to our parish, and we think he's got a really great story, so we're excited to learn more about his faith journey and um, how he ended up at St. John's. So, Andrew, if you want to start out, can you just tell us kind of what your early experience was uh, with your faith life, your family life, all those kind of things, uh, maybe kind of leading up to where you joined St. John's? Yeah, sure. Uh, so I grew up uh, kind of vaguely evangelical Protestant. I, I attended a um, an Assemblies of God church in, in Middlebury. It's called Pathway Assemblies of God. Okay. And... Um, yeah, my my youngest experiences relating to to God, like relating to religion at all, was uh, praying with my dad uh, growing up and and that sort of thing. And I, I remember we'd go to church every every uh, every Sunday, you know, as as a kid. Uh-huh. And my my parents really made this big deal of like, um, you need to have like a personal relationship with God. You can't just sort of like let this be a cultural thing, you know. Correct. And so yeah. I I was. I, I I was um sort of I, when I when I was growing up I was kind of at a place where it, with it where I was like um like like uh, like oh yeah you know like I've I've accepted Jesus into uh-huh. my heart you know like uh-huh. I I don't really need to worry so much about you know say like getting baptized or, or anything like that yeah you know and so um I I kind of I kind of grew up and as, as I grew up I I kind of got like I I I got distanced from God. Um, from my through my own fault, of course, but um, sure. you know, I I I kept coming. The thing that I kept coming back to was during church. Whenever I I would get bored, I would pull out um, the Bible app on my phone and I would I would just read uh-huh. like the beginning of Matthew or, or that sort of thing. And I would always I was always start back over again uh-huh. every uh-huh. single week. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. And so, um, uh, yeah, so that was, that was sort of what I did growing up is I would read the Bible occasionally uh-huh. and I, I would sort of like have this vague idea. I kind of had like this vague idea of like Jesus being like this, this hippie, you know? Sure. You hear about like Not hippie uncommon. Jesus. Yeah. 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 I had, I had that sort of a uh-huh. conception about him. And, um, I, I remember growing up when I really, like, I longed for, 
like something more, you know, like I, I just like, I always kind of had this sense of like, you know, this, this is only like half the deal. You know, I have the Bible, I have, I have my personal interpretation of it, but I, I'm looking for a little something more. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and so I, I come to come in, I, I come to discover this sort of like, like the, like the, the traditional, like the traditional beauty of, of Catholicism, like, like the pretty architecture uh, and the, yeah. the pretty music, that sort of stuff. Yeah. And so I, I look into, into that sort of thing. Cause I'm like, Oh, you know, this looks like, like Christianity for serious people, you know, <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome way to <laughs> you know, you know? And so I was like, I want to find like Christianity for serious people, you know, yeah. people that take it seriously. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and so I, I, um, I, I just sort of like, I, I found these videos of, of Protestants touring Catholic churches. Uh-huh. And so I, um, I became really interested in like, oh, you know, Catholics, I was seeing in these videos, I was seeing, you know, Catholics, they have like this really weird, unique theology uh-huh. that sets them apart from, from any other, any other denomination, yeah. as I would have said at the time. Uh-huh. And so I, I became really invested in looking into the different claims made by the Catholic Church and seeing if they actually had any weight. Sure. Yeah. And I, I actually, I also took a look into Eastern Orthodoxy a little bit too. Okay. Um, but I just, I came to the, the conviction that, you know, like this, this is the real deal. The, the, the Roman Catholic church is, is the church established by Jesus Christ. And so with that sort of conviction, I was like, okay, I got to go to mass. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. amazing. How old were you? I like, was 16. <laughs> and you just like, like pursued all this on your own uh, i kind of i i pretty much did it i did a lot of it by myself i i had some help with another a friend of mine who okay uh sadly now has left christianity entirely but he and i would get on these phone calls and we would talk for like hours at a time and we'd be like yeah you know like th- these catholics they're thinking this stuff about like the virgin mary and we're like yeah. what's that all about or they're saying this about the mass being yeah. the actual like real sacrifice at calvary what is yeah. what is that all about you know and so we we kind of we would do this thing where we would look at like apologetic articles on, on catholic.com we'd be flipping through the bible uh-huh. while we're on the phone call and we'd be like yeah this is this is where this comes from in scripture and this sort of thing wow. and so I, I definitely like it wasn't like a entirely by myself i i owe a lot of my conversion to to him okay um and i'm, I'm very thankful for him in my life you know wow and um yeah so uh but i i just i came to the so i came to the conviction that like you know catholicism it's unique i want to go take a look at this thing at least see it in the flesh and so i went to mass at saint john's uh because it was the closest church to me absolutely it was within a 15 minutes walking distance Uh um so i went my first sunday was the uh 20th sunday in ordinary time it was like the first sunday in september or something like that yeah yeah 2020 yeah covid was still a thing thing and so you know i sat down and i actually i sat down next to uh mr sap and and his son jeremy yeah and so that was it was it was kind of nice to see some familiar faces yeah and you know i i remember being really like the entire thing felt really alien Uh and i just um as i was going through the liturgy i was like I became so so much more intrigued because I, I was now seeing all this stuff that I had been reading about being enacted in real time. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. And I, I remember being really 
just enraptured and enthralled um, when when Father said the words of consecration, and I was like, "This, there's something to this here that I, I just, I, I don't want to let this go." Yeah, yeah, and so uh-huh. yeah, and um, going back to people that were influential yeah, in all yeah. this, I had a, a friend. Uh huh. Um, she, her her dad's Italian and her uh-huh. mom's Polish, so. Okay very like culturally catholic you yes know? yes she she was never actually baptized but she expressed some interest in in attending uh at attending mass sure. and so i started going with her every sunday and eventually um by december she had the drive and the the courage and the the conviction to ask her parents if she could become catholic and so i decided oh. you know if she can do this i can i can ask my folks yeah. so i did and praise be to god they they let me become Catholic at the ripe old age of 16. <laughs> and what's just amazing to me, I'm just kind of in awe of all this because uh, I don't think most adults go through that. Like, you know, I don't think I had that kind of experience with the Catholic Church till much, much later in life. I, I was mm. a cradle Catholic, but, yeah, you know, that kind of encounter. And it almost, it reminds me of like the Scott Hans conversion story a little bit. But he's like, you know, this yeah, professor yeah. and doing all this kind of stuff. But I remember that story about him going to Mass for the first time and, you know, kind of some of the things you're saying. It all mm-hmm. became more real. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that's just amazing that you're going through that at 16. So what was that conversation with your parents like? It was it was really hard. Um, I remember very distinctly I was I was pacing around the dining room trying to figure out how to ask them. And my mom was sitting at the table. And she could she could tell something was wrong. Yeah. And um, so she's like, you know, like what what's going on? What's what's up with you? And so I said, Mom, I want to become Catholic. Um, and where where she was at with with her personal faith, she you know, she was she was all right enough with with saying this is fine with me. You know, you yeah. just you got to ask your dad. And that was what really scared me because my dad. Um, I wouldn't say he's an anti-Catholic, I would say, but he's he has those kind of leanings. Sure. And so I that's when I started back uh, back up with the pacing again, and yeah. my dad was like, he he knew he was like, you you need to talk to me about something, don't you? Yeah. And so we we sat down in the living room, and I said, Dad, I want to become Catholic, and I know you got all these these um these problems with the Catholic Church that you yeah. have these issues, you know, but like this is the most real thing to me that I've ever experienced and I don't want to leave it behind. Right. You know, and what he said, um, thanks be to God. What he said was, well, I'll, I'd encourage you to keep reading the Bible to keep up with your own interpretation of things. Um, but you have my consent and my permission to do this. Wow. And then what he said next, I'll never forget this. He goes, well, the only thing I ask is that in 30 years down the line, we can both sit down at a booth in a pub and, and have yeah. a conversation about religion. <laughs> yeah. Because he was a big fan of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien and C.S. Yeah. Lewis. So, yeah. And they were very known for that, a big Catholic and a big Protestant yeah. Yeah. clashing in that sense. And so, you know, we've had that sort of thing every once in a while, he and I. But Yeah. Yeah. And, and have you had some of those ongoing conversations? Oh, yeah. 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 Um. It's sort of going back to Scott Hahn. He he talks about like when he first converted. There's mm-hmm. that point where you got to realize you're not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> yeah, I had I had a lot of those moments, boss. 
You better believe it. <laughs> no, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's the humility that I think sometimes I'm a convert myself. And, uh, and yeah, no, I'm, I'm not the Holy Spirit. I'm not God. I just yeah. can read and try to learn more. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, it, but it's fascinating to me. I think so often, you know, the convert experience brings so much to the Catholic Church and each Catholic community. I mean, you talk all the time or you, you often run into people whose spouse, you know, they uh, decide to get married and the spouse becomes Catholic. And that person kind of, uh, you know, is kind of uh, rejuvenated in the faith and things like that. And I, I think mm -hmm. it brings so much. And, you know, it's so interesting too. the one knock often with Catholics is that they don't read the Bible <laughs> so that, so you come in with that experience of having, you know, read the Bible and, yeah, yeah. and, and kind of, you know, I think that's a much bigger focus in the Protestant church, but it brings so much to the Catholic church, which yeah, yeah. is, is awesome. Yeah. Well, when you're, when you're Protestant, you know, that's the only thing you got. You don't have, yeah. you don't have, um, bishops coming out with these, these documents talking about, you know, the, the latest problem that we have in the world with like, uh, you know with with whatever you yeah, know yeah yeah um but when but that's that's the thing is like i feel like i didn't really fully understand the bible right. until i became catholic and i started yeah. reading all this catholic theology about scripture right and it was like this this great awakening within myself of wow. like wow there's so much more to this than i initially saw it's much much more than just my own personal thoughts about this people yeah. have commentated on this and have asked me to be humble enough to submit to this interpretation and this really is a better interpretation than whatever i had going yeah, on before yeah, you know yeah and so i uh, I'm, I'm so incredibly grateful for a catholic teaching and, and catholic thoughts surrounding scripture because Absolutely. if i didn't have it i would i don't know how i'd be reading the bible right now <laughs> yeah yeah it can it, for one thing i think it can easily get overwhelming when you're responsible for interpreting all of it um, yeah uh, so yeah, it gives so much more with that um, yeah. interpretation and things like that. So uh, <clears throat> obviously, you talked to your parents about becoming Catholic. What was that process like? Did you go through RCIA? Did you? Uh, what was the process where you actually uh, came into the church? Yeah, yeah. So I at the point when I asked to become Catholic, RCIA RCIA had been going on for like like the first semester. So sure, they were, sure. they had taken a break for the second semester. Cause it was like, just, it was the end of Advent and it was, it was Christmas was coming. It was like right around the corner. Sure. And so the, the break for RCA was coming to an end. And so, um, I, I, father Royce actually reached out to me. He said, do you, do you want to talk about some of this stuff? You know, because, um, you're, you're coming at it from this, this angle of, you, you're pursuing it out of your own interest and I, I want to help you out with this. And so I'm very, I'm very grateful for, yeah for that. And um, so I met with him and my dad and I remember um, the, the, I remember the different conversations we had. Um, so I, I met with father um, throughout the, the second semester of RCIA. Yeah. Um, it was supposed to lead up to being baptized at the Easter vigil. Mm -hmm. Um Unfortunately, I was out of town at the time uh, yeah. for the, the vigil. I was not able to attend my, my first vigil mass. And sure. so I was uh, accepted into the church two weekends afterwards. Okay. I was I was baptized um, in a private ceremony with uh, with just my family. Yeah. And uh, then I, I had my first communion mass uh, um, 
uh, as well. I wasn't confirmed though, right? Because my my first my first mass was a was in the Roman rite. It was in the extraordinary form. Okay. Uh, and the main reason why that was is because um, much to my own shame, I must admit that I was hoping to convert my family. Oh, okay. So um, I, I thought, you know, if I can just show them this thing, you know, right. it'll, it'll work yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, not that I'm not grateful for the extraordinary form. I am. Absolutely. Um, and not that I'm not grateful for my first communion. I absolutely am. Um, but yeah, you know. And so that was that was sort of, um, yeah, I, it was I don't, it wasn't rushed, my process of entering the church. It was dense, though. Yeah. It was very dense. <laughs> it's a lot. It was, um, it wasn't exactly, a lot of the catechesis I received in RCIA, it was, um, it was, uh, it was like reviewing stuff that I had already been reading. And so yeah. it was this sort of reaffirming of the sure. the scripture and the apologetics mm. that I read. You weren't like a blank slate where you had no. to learn everything. It was kind of reinforcing those concepts. That yeah, you yeah. Okay. You know, and and George and Don, God bless them. They they did so well with me. You yeah. Know? Um. They yeah. they really they really do well with our RCAA. So I'm very yeah. I'm very grateful for them as well. Yeah, absolutely. You know. Um. But yeah, no, it was a very very dense sort of thing. <laughs> it's a lot to take on in a in a short amount of time. And then I happen to know you were confirmed in the fall then, right? Yes. With the with that confirmation class when the mm -hmm. bishop came in. Okay. Mm -hmm. Nice. So um like let's ask first like what are your plans moving forward? I mean, I'm assuming you stay Catholic, but mm -hmm. uh obviously you're getting ready to head off to college. Mm -hmm. Uh you got you know, your whole life ahead of you. So where do you see things going from here? Yeah, the goal is to is absolutely to stay Catholic. I, yeah. I could not be anything else. It's either this or I I lapse into just secular agnosticism, and I, I I'm just like I'm just kind of like a, a blob yeah, floating yeah, through true. space, you know. Yeah. And um, the the goal. The, so I'm going to Indy next year. Uh -huh. I'm going to Butler University. I'll be studying music education. Yep. Uh, my goal is to um, work both as a freelancing musician slash composer and also as a music teacher. Okay. Um, perhaps in a public school, but you know, private school is also fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever will pay me, really. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Good and, attitude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so um, the I have a few parishes scoped out in Indianapolis. Um, I I'm I've looked into uh, the Byzantine rite. I've looked into. Uh, the traditional Latin mass as well, because yeah. um, both of those things spoke speak to me very, very profoundly. I I love those expressions of the of the liturgy so yeah. much. You know, I'm uh, so I'm I'm really I'm I'm cautiously optimistic. I know that I'm attending one of the most liberal and secular universities out there. You know, yeah. and so they're going to be pushing a lot of stuff about um, you know, like how we should accept same sex marriage and sure you know um be all right with um transgender ideology and sure. I'm, I'm just you know like my convictions tell me that's wrong and i intend with all of my heart to live my convictions yeah you know? yeah. yeah but so. it, it's definitely challenging when you go off to college because mm -hmm. uh i think the biggest thing is it's it's bombarded in different ways than you know you've experienced before so yeah we'll definitely be praying for you because that's, that's gonna be a challenge but um it sounds like you've got a great foundation. So, uh, you know, I think you'll stay strong and it's just about finding the people that can help support you and, mm -hmm. um, you know, keep you strong in your faith. 
So speaking of that, um, you've already mentioned a few people, but have there been any meaningful um, people that have kind of influenced you beyond the people you already mentioned or specific experience you've had at St. John's that have um, really helped solidify everything, really helped um, help you in this process? Because I, I, the thing, again, I just kind of marvel at is you're a young person in high school and you're, and you're kind of doing this alone. I mean, you're, you don't have your family there to drag you to church every week or anything like that. You do it on your own and by your own choice, which is <laughs> pretty awesome. I mean, that can't be said of a lot of people your age. So who, who are some of those people that have helped you? Well, a big shout out has to go to, to Peter Rader. He is um, without a doubt my, my best friend. Uh, he's also technically my godfather. Oh, uh, he nice. was... He was present at my baptism, um, um, sponsored me into sure. the church. He was my sponsor at confirmation. Yep. So, yeah, he's um, a big shout out goes to him. And yeah. really, the the thing he didn't it wasn't anything he taught me per se. It was just his companionship and his his patience with me. You know, going through yeah uh, my conversion and really sticking it out with me as well through some yeah. some hard times and also being there during you know the good times as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and um. Yeah, so a big, big shout out to Peter Rader, and also a big shout out to uh, James Richardson, our okay. director of yeah. sacred music, and everybody that sings in the choir yeah. here at St. John's. Yes, uh, I love, love, love all of those people. They're awesome. Yeah, uh, they're really my. I consider them my first group of Catholic friends. Yeah, uh, yeah, and so I'm, I'm very grateful for them. Uh, James, I can talk to James about music and about um, you know problems I have. He's really awesome. I'm very yeah. grateful for him. Yes. And a big shout out also goes to um, Brian and, uh, not Brian, uh, Jeremy and Allison Sapp. Okay. Uh, Mr. Sapp's uh, yeah, yeah, twins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they, they, they were there for me at school, you know, okay. and I would, I would hang out with Allison at lunch and I, I would talk to Jeremy often yeah. at school as well. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, I'm just, just their companionship and like being able to talk about the faith with them at school was just very hopeful. Yeah. Uh, during a time when it was like, you know, like, oh, you know, I'm uh, not, not, not like I stand alone, but definitely like I'm, I'm not doing what the people around me are doing. I'm, I'm thinking in different, I'm thinking yes. different things, Yes. you know, so I'm, I'm very optimistic. I was very optimistic and hopeful when I found them because they were, they were thinking the same things as I was. Yeah. They were thinking the same ways that I was. Yeah. Um, they were they were walking with me through all of it. Yeah. So, you and, know. and it's it, it's definitely worth noting. We just the last person we talked to um, just a few days ago talked about that too. How it can be really difficult because we're in a community that's not predominantly Catholic, and so uh, you know you're definitely in a, a minority in the way you kind of the outlook you have for everything through that Catholic lens. And so it's so helpful to have those people you can talk to and they can kind of reinforce what you're learning and uh, your convictions and things like that. So that's awesome. Um, I think we're going to kind of close things out here uh, and just ask, do you have any uh, prayer intentions that you would like us to pray for and like St. John's to pray for? for sure. You? Yeah. Um, pray for my family um, is the biggest thing I think, because obviously there we're all pretty not unified in terms of, uh, religion like mm -hmm. at all um that's especially especially hard you know because it's it's hard to navigate some of the stuff like um oh you know my my parents want me to go hang out with their youth group not that i don't like their youth group sure um 
uh, or they they want me to my or there's just like a difference of opinions, whether it be like uh, politically or theologically, you know. Yeah. Uh, so pray that we would all be reconciled in, in Christ's true church. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I would say is pray for pray for some friends of mine. Uh, I just I, I really love and care about them, and I would I would like to see them um, being given the graces that I've been given. Um, and that I, I wish everyone was given, but especially them as yeah. well. So a okay. uh, group of friends I have in my family. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's close in prayer. Yeah, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Dear Lord, we uh, thank you for this opportunity to talk to Andrew. And we just thank you for his witness and uh, his experiences at St. John's. Um, we hope that his story can be inspiring to other people who are are searching for the um, the true faith and um, hopefully can find that in the Catholic Church. We ask that uh, you pray for his family and uh, help him navigate uh, just the situation where uh, different um, faiths and outlooks in one family can be challenging and help him navigate that and just pray for his family that they can find the truth. And uh, we also pray for his friends. Um, just look out for them and bless them and help them find their way in life as well uh we thank you for this opportunity to come together um and we pray for our parish in your name we pray amen, amen. saint john the evangelist pray, pray for, for us, us. father son holy spirit amen thank you for joining us again and uh, we look forward to talking to our next parishioner uh in upcoming weeks 